This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Shelby, and I'm from Reynoldsburg, Ohio. So what was broken on my car was really unique, and they did a wonderful job at tracking it down and had it there the next day and fixed. 3C dealt with my insurance, so I just got to sit back, and they took care of everything. I had my car back within a week, then somebody else hit it, and now I find myself back at 3C Body Shop. I would recommend 3C to family, friends, and anybody who's been an ex. 3C Body Shop, the finest in collision Hey guys, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions like how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into the apps all the people like to listen to? And how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to every one of these questions is really simple. It's called Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and extremely easy to use. And now... Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I've been using Anchor now for, oh, almost a year, and I really enjoy it. It's a lot easier than any of the other podcast apps I've ever tried. And again, it's free, guys. It really is free. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, So if you want to get started on a podcast and making money doing it, then go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. Anchor, the best way to podcast. All right, let me bring up my notes real quick, because apparently I wasn't smart enough to bring them up before you came on. This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Ranger Report podcast. Uh, I am Ben Dieter. He is CJ Berryman, and we are joined today by Jeff Wilson of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Jeff, how are you today? I'm doing well. How about you guys? Doing really good. Good, right? All right, let's start with uh, last night's starter, Kohei Arihara. Uh, after a couple of good starts, he has really been terrible the last few. Uh, what What are the Rangers thinking is the problem, and can it be fixed? Well, I... You know, at first they thought they thought Sunday he might have been tipping his pitches, but then they decided that wasn't it. Um, last night, at least, I you know his velocity was down last night, and his pitches were flat. And I just I, I think the leading theory right now is that he might be tired. 
you know, pitchers who come from Japan. Uh, they're used to pitching only once a week over there. And, and now he's going to have to pitch several times on, on four days rest. Now, the Chicago start was on an extra day. This was on four. His next one's going to be on four. So I, I, don't, I don't know what, what they're going to do. They're thinking about it. Um, Arahara said that he doesn't want the extra time. Uh, he, he wants to get acclimated to to the the you know every every fifth day, um, but you know you just kind of got to d- decide what what's best for the, the team at this point. And I think <laughs> giving him a day of rest is is uh, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if you if you drop a spot starter in there, Hyun Jong Young, for instance. There you know he and Arihara are now in the same same rest schedule, so put Young in there. Um, Give our heart extra day, and then it gives everybody else an extra day because you know the Rangers are in the middle of 19 straight. So um, that might not be a bad idea. I, I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, they probably don't know yet either. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if if Arahar is either given a day off or his leash is, is shortened. Though so two innings and out, you can't really get much shorter than that. Yeah, and on the other side of that coin, Kyle Gibson has just been outstanding since that bad first start, which obviously some nerves would could have been involved there with it being opening day what has he what has he done to be so dominant and it is i can say one thing about him is his slider right now looks almost unhittable yeah you know i've kind of thought about this you know the the rangers signed signed him based on like the 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 analytics and and the numbers when he's at his best he he hasn't been at his best for two or three years because of the the medical stuff, you know, he had the E. coli after a mission trip before uh, the 2019 season, and then um, that that triggered uh, ulcerative colitis, which he was dealing with throughout the last you know, off season before the 2020 season, and he really hadn't had a chance to to work out like he he does when he's at his best. And so th- this last off season, he did everything's under control. I think he's stronger. He was able to spend time. Uh, working on his mechanics and, and and the shape of his pitches, and also you know he had that cutter, so it's just another look. But yeah, that, that slider has been really really good, and, and you know the spots where he was putting it the other night, uh, I, he threw it to JD Martinez, and that Martinez that was a ball, but it was just a great pitch. And then you know I think when a hitter does that, either either thinks it was a really was a ball, or he's like, man, there's no way I can hit that pitch. So I it, it's nice to see, you know. It, Gibson last year was not fun to watch, um, and then, then another another indication that Kyle Gibson's pitching really well, that his sinker's working, that his off speed pitches are working. He hasn't allowed a home run uh, this, this season, yeah. and then on a staff that I think leads the majors in home runs allowed, Kyle Gibson hasn't allowed one. That's that is pretty impressive. Now on the <laughs> offensive side of the ball, singles hitter Joey Gallo has had a home run and a double in the past few games. I know with uh, Solak and Lowe around him, is he starting to see more pitches to hit? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, the, the double he had uh, last night, uh, it was it was just a good piece of hitting. You know, he he sent it the other way. You know, the outfield of course was shifted over, and 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 it got in there. I guess that was two nights ago. Um, but he. Um, you know he's a good hitter. I, I really think that somewhere inside of there is a good hitter. You know he's got the approach down. Um, the rest is up to him. You know, yeah. it, 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 it's it, he's still got to make more contact. And you know you saw in spring training he made a ton of contact early in the season with all those singles. Some something was clicking. 
Um, I, you know, I, I think uh, a couple of us have, have written that um, he might have been, he might be getting a little too passive, not being aggressive enough. You see, you see him take a lot of called third strikes. Um, you know, I, 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 I know this is the major leagues, but don't you still have to protect when it's close and there's two strikes? I mean, you don't, you don't want to leave it in the umpire's hands. So I, I think that that you know maybe that's starting to sink in a little bit. He's talked to the hitting coaches. He's talked to the analytics department, and look. Nobody should be upset that he's he's leading the <laughs> leading the American League in walks. I mean that's a very good thing. It's a great thing for the offense. Yeah, but they really do need him to to put the ball forward a little bit more often. And a guy that's been very effective hitting behind him, Adolis Garcia. He came up obviously and was uh, absolutely on fire. And he's cooled off lately, and it's it's obvious that opposing pitchers have kind of just uh, come up with a better game plan of how they want to attack him. Uh, do you think that we're about to see an adjustment from him as to how he's being attacked now? You get to see him a lot closer than we do in, in his baseball acumen. And do you yeah. think we're going to see that? Well, uh, you know, I, I, I think he's at a point where he has to. You know, that's, that's, always, the, that's always the deal. A hitter comes up, league hasn't seen him. Uh, he starts hitting him, and then they adjust to him. He's got to adjust back. You know, it, it's still pretty – it's still only been like – it hasn't even been three weeks. I think it's been 18 days since he got called up. And, um, you know, the Rangers, I wrote a story about it. They got, got some, got some slack for the headline, but the Rangers aren't sure how good this guy can be. You know, they, they've, they've seen it, but the, the key is being consistent. And I think that's the point where we're at now. Now he's, he's, he's been okay. The last few nights and he had that sacrifice fly, um, Thursday, he's had some singles, but it's, it seems like he's just they're they're challenging him with a fastball, and I don't know if it's if it's inside that's giving him problems or what. But um, he does need to make an adjustment, and maybe it's shortening the swing a little bit. I, I don't I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a hitting coach. Uh, I don't think he's batting fourth, you know, so that he can shorten up his swing and slap the ball into to right field. So, um, but it, it's def, it's pretty apparent now that that it, it, it is it is time for for him to to figure out what's happening with him. Yeah, and I think you mentioned it there. He was so good at going the opposite way. What is it? Three his first three home runs were all opposite field home runs, and he had that right. the one that was reviewed uh, that hit the top of the wall in Tampa, and that almost was an in, inside park home run was also opposite field. And and yeah, the guys are attacking him inside now. So do you think he's maybe lunging out too far and and needs to kind of uh, stay inside a little bit more now? Well, you know, the, the guy, guys get guys get Homer happy and they, they, when they do that, they get pole happy. And Willie, Willie Calhoun talked about it the other day on, on the zoom call. And, uh, you know, he wants to, he wants to get away from that. But the, the reason he got caught up in, in pulling the ball into the shift is because he hit so many home runs and in, in the minor leagues. And then again, in, in 2019. So, um, every hitter is better when they're hitting the ball over the field. I mean, Nick Solak, you know, makes a living hitting the ball the other way, but even he's, even he's figured out how to how to hit the ball, you know, pull side power to left field. So you kind of you kind of it it's a trap, I guess, because you know if you if you yank a ball down the line, it, it, it's easier to get it out. But um, at the same time, you know, you, you you might be hurting yourself. But yeah, Garcia has power to all fields, and I think if he realizes realizes that, if he's reminded of that, then I think that. That, that maybe you, you, you will see him go back to the approach that he had in spring training 
And then uh, that, those first 10 days, he was in the, in the majors. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, all right. Well, Yang, which you said his full name earlier. Good job. Emily had a little trouble with that on TV the other day. <laughs> yeah. But he and Allard have both been great as well as others out of the bullpen. Is this now that, you know, some of the guys are coming back that they wanted at the beginning of the season, is this pen sort of coming together more like Woodward wanted it to? Uh, yeah, yes and no. I, I think they're still short a right-hander. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think you know, Kyle Cody's not going to be out long apparently, but, uh, I, I think that like there's an opportunity eventually maybe this month for uh, Demarcus Evans uh, to, to come up. He's going to start at AAA. I know he's on the Frisco roster right now, but that's just kind of a, a semantics, semantics thing. Uh, yeah, he, he's not, you know, he dominated. He's conquered double A. He's pitched pretty well at AAA when it, the, the, the little time he's been there. Um, I just think that, that this guy's too good to, to not have it in your bullpen. Um, so maybe, maybe he becomes that right-hander. Uh, Josh Spores has been really good though. You know, he got demoted. Uh, it was just one of those deals that you're a reliever with options. So you kind of draw the short end of the stick. Um, but as far as like the multi-inning guys, I think John King has been probably the best one. Um, he throws, he throws the heck out of that sinker against a lot of ground balls. He's also showing a little bit of ability to strike guys out. And then, yeah, Allard, Allard has, has really kind of been a strikeout pitcher at times this year. Pretty strange. Um, I think there are concerns about Taylor Herner right now. Um, you know, he, he just, I, you know, it, it, it's the way they've, it's been explained is like he comes into the game and kind of tries to get a feel, tries to get his fastball over, uh, maybe less velocity when he needs to just come in and throw the heck out of it, you know. And, and he's got that kind of stuff where in, in a short burst, he doesn't, he doesn't, you need, you know, he doesn't need to keep anything in reserve. He just needs to come out and start firing. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point West Benjamin's back, I guess he had a mechanical deal that was, that was causing him to miss the strike zone, which is really uh, unusual for him. So there are candidates, there are guys who've been effective. Um, and then, you know, Kennedy and Rodriguez at the back, but it's uh, it, 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 you know, it was going to be a strength of the team. They had some bumps in the road. They've had a couple injuries, but it's still not, it's still not bad. Yeah. You mentioned Evans. I, <laughs> two years ago when we had minor league baseball, I was up here, I'm up here in Amarillo and I was covering the Amarillo sod poodles and got to see a lot of Frisco and got to see a lot of DeMarcus Evans. And I don't think the, I don't, when I was covering him, he, he did not even allow a run. He was very difficult to hit. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing him, but uh, let's let's turn over to Nick Solak and David Murphy the other night on the broadcast, the TV broadcast, did an excellent job of, of talking about the mechanical adjustments that he made at the in the batter's box, and it looks to have added some power to his game. So, what do you think has has really actually led to that uh, power surge this season? Yeah, you know, he when the Rangers got him in nineteen, he he had hit. I think it's it, somewhere in the twenties and home runs at AAA. And that was the year that the, everybody thought the, the ball was too bouncy at AAA, but still not everybody was, had that kind of power. And then he hit five home runs in, in whatever, you know, six weeks. Um, last year was, was not, not good. I mean, two homers and in, in however many games it was. Um, I, I think the, the one thing that I talked a little bit about earlier is <clears throat> he's learned how to, how to pull, pull the ball with power. You're, you're seeing a lot of his home runs that are going out to left field. Um, so that's, that's an encouraging sign. I did, I did see the, the, the graphic 
or the the bit that, that Murphy did, uh, I couldn't hear it, but you could t- you could tell his hands were positioned differently. It looked like he was just in a better position to hit, and uh, not maybe maybe less movement. Um, but whatever whatever it is, hey, don't don't stop. I mean, I you know he's he says when he was when he was coming out of his season opening slump, you know, he said he's always hit. It's just a matter of trusting it until it gets his timing, and then and then when it does. I think, I think these are the results. Now, I don't know if he's a 300 hitter. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be the, uh, in the, you know, among the lead leaguers in home runs of the season, but he puts the ball in play consistently. Uh, he hits the ball hard consistently. He will take a walk. Uh, I, I think he's you know, one of the leaders in hit by pitches this year. Uh, so he, he, he knows how to get on base. And basically what I'm saying is he's, he's going to be a better hitter than Rubenet Odor. <laughs> yeah well you know odor had had a uh, had a walk-off hit for the uh winning hit for the yankees and uh other than that he hadn't looked real good there so far so uh you know us ranger fans still keep up with all those guys so um right the offense overall has been struggling though besides a few guys do you think it's uh the the players just not being comfortable yet or do you think there's a problem organizationally with the way that they're teaching these guys to approach the the at bats you know it the, I think the at-bats have been better than last year. Um, even even Leody Tavares was having really good at-bats. Yeah, he just has a, he just had a mechanical flaw that that wasn't allowing him to hit the ball. But you know, you see, you you, you are seeing more walks than you have in the past couple seasons, um, and it's not just all Joey Gallo. Um, I mean, you, you're going to have your hitters like Kiner Falefa, who's just a con- a contact guy who's not going to walk much. Um, but there's, there are there have been some really really just good at bats this this season so far, and um, I I think I think honestly some of it's uh, mental. Uh, the 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 team's pretty good on the road offensively. They're they're not really good at Globe Life Field, and I don't know if that's a carryover from last year. Um, you know that clear, clearly not a lot of not a lot of home runs uh, this season, uh, just as there weren't last year. Although, you know, Kiner Falefa went out to center the other night. Solak went out to center. So, I mean, there's maybe, maybe that's starting to, to filter out of their minds. I think the big, I think the, the big one's Gallo, you know, um, you know, I, it was in a, one of the exhibition games against, against Milwaukee and he hit a ball um, that got caught right, right in front of the bullpen in, in left center. And he, I mean, he smoked it. And uh, I'd earlier, I had asked him, like the zoom call that that afternoon, if, if he had come around, if he thought, you know, the, the ballpark was, was not as much a pitcher's park as he thought last year. And he said he gave the right answer, but then he, the next day he sends me a text of the stat cast screen grab of, of the, uh, the out. And he said, well, there's your answer right there. So he's, <laughs> he still thinks that he still thinks that this is a, uh, a pitcher's park and, and until he uh, sheds that um, and, and there might be others who, who are still around last year who, who experienced the same thing. I think this team's just going to have trouble uh, scoring here. You know, they got no hit in this ballpark uh, a few weeks ago. So there just might be a, a, a bugaboo and, and maybe they're still trying to figure it out. I mean, what have they played 45 games in this ballpark, you know, the last two seasons. So, I mean, if I were them, I'd call the Dodgers and ask the Dodgers why, why they were able to hit so many home runs in, in the postseason. Uh, I think that the Dodgers out-homered the Rangers in 
I think it was 16 games. The Dodgers played 16 games in the postseason at Globe Life and hit more homers than the Rangers hit in 30 games during the regular season. Mm. So if you hit if you hit the ball, if you make contact, it's going to go out. And um, I so so maybe that says something about the Rangers hitters. I don't know, but um, there's there's something there that's got to be fixed. And back to pitching. At the beginning of the season on this podcast, we've talked a lot about the tandem tandem thing with the starting rotation. And I, I, I'm a little bit old school on that. I, I don't I did not like it, but it has really grown on me because you're seeing it work and be a, be really effective, especially for a young team like the Rangers. Do you think that they're going to continue to roll with that or is that just kind of a fluid situation? Well, you know, I, I think um, it's 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 a good way for them to evaluate players and get players experience, but also to you know, limit their innings because, you know, a lot of these guys, obviously nobody had a full season last year. Uh, guys like Kyle Cody, uh, Dane Dunning didn't pitch at all in 2019. So there, there's still some concern about, about that situation, about, about, you know, how much do you want them to pitch this year to have them healthy for next year? You know, you can even apply it to Ari Hara. Yes. He's, he threw 130 something innings last year in Japan, but that was on an, you know, with an extra day's rest, every start uh, with a lighter ball, slightly lighter ball, um, less travel. So you could even put, put him in a tandem if you wanted, but you know, I, I think Woodward has said it's fluid. He said it may not be able to work all season, depending on how the starters do. I think the big one was Jordan Lyles who, who had pitched okay and shown that he was worth, you know, capable of, of five and six innings. But then he went out as a stinker, had a stinker last time. Um, so I, I don't know that the Rangers are, are committed to, to giving up the tandem with him. I know if Dunning, uh, they they still want to put a cap on, on his pitches each start. So uh, I, I think it's going to stay around in one form or the other. I mean, again, it's a, it's a very good way to to see guys, you know, and, and they, they have seen enough from like Taylor Hearn to tell him what he needs to do to adjust to be better. Uh, they're, they're, you know, Kyle Cody, same thing when he, when he's back and, and when he'd been healthy. So, um, I, I think it sticks around for a little while now beyond this year. I think it's, I don't think it, it stays, but, um, you know, these guys are rebuilding the need to see players and this is a decent way to do it. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, all right. Now looking around the AL West, Oakland and Seattle seem to be the best teams after the month of April today being May 1st. Uh, you know, everyone's glad to see Houston struggling a little bit in this area. Um, do you think that one of those teams can win the West or do you think that it's probably going to be Houston in the end? Um, yeah, Houston has some problems. I mean, I, you know, you just kind of look at the way the, uh, their pitching staff has changed. Uh, over the year, over the last few years, and then you know Verlander is hurt. Um, Granky's getting older. Um, they they have a lot of young guys who have have really good stuff, but even even the bullpen has changed. So uh, I, I think they have some ish, some some pitching issues to to deal with. Uh, of course, they're going to be. I think they're going to be competitive. Uh, they, they know how to win. Um, still have a great great lineup. Uh, so I, I I think they'll be in it. I don't know that Seattle has the staying power. Um, it, it's um, it's a 162 game season, and they're they're still pretty young. Uh, Oak, Oakland just always figures out a way. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what it is, um, but but they've got they've got the right formula for their market and, and what they're able to do. 
I'm sure a lot of it goes to the manager. Uh, everybody likes everybody likes Bob Bob Melvin. Never hear anything bad about him. And then there's the Angels. You know, they have they probably have two of the top two of the five most talented players in baseball um, on their team, and but they still have the same problems. You know, their starting pitching still stinks. Their bullpen's not not great. And and then once you get past once you get through Trout or uh, Otani. Walsh is a nice hitter, Rendon. I, th- I think they're a little light at the bottom of the order. So um, it, it, it really could be a, a, a three-team race. I, I, I think Seattle will fade. Um, I, I could be 100% wrong, but uh, I, I think that the, the best three are the Astros and the A's with the, maybe, the, maybe the Angels and the, 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 the third team. Yeah, in watching Anaheim, or wow, that's old school right there. Los You're Angeles. called Anaheim. That's fine. I call them yeah. Anaheim. Okay, uh, I call them California. That's fine too. <laughs> yeah, that also works. Yeah, we're going way back there. Uh, uh, so yeah, watching them, it's it's so fun to watch. As you said, two of the five. I'm assuming you're meaning uh, Otani and and uh, Trout. Yeah, uh, yeah. That Otani thing is it's pretty fun to watch. Although it's on a, a team we obviously <laughs> like, but it is fun to watch. That uh, sure. yeah, you, we've seen them twice early, and they just seem the best way I can put it is just kind of sloppy. It's just kind of sloppy. I, I, I for whatever reason it just seems sloppy. With they look so good at one moment, and then can look so bad uh, the yeah. next. So, um, all right. Well, to cap this one off, I have a, kind of a two part question for you. All right. Uh, first off, do you miss traveling to the away games, or has it been nice to kind of stay at home and, and cover the games from the DFW area? Well, I think my my wife's within earshot, so I better be careful how I answer this. <laughs> uh, I, I miss um, the the ability to provide unique content um, that the other guys don't have. Like we all listen to the same Zoom call, and um, all all the stories ultimately are going to have the same quotes and the, mm-hmm. and the same stuff, unless you take a really unique angle on it. And you can, you know, like I, I texted Joey Gallo a couple of weeks ago and got us, he, he called me back and we talked for 10 minutes and I got a story that nobody else had. Not that it was a breaking news or anything, but it was just nice to have something that, that nobody else had. And, and so not having clubhouse access is, is the biggest deal. Um, I, I do miss the, the, the traveling. I've, I've always liked traveling, going to the different cities. Being, being at home has been real nice though. You know, the kids, it's a little harder to work with a six and eight year old running around. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it was harder to leave for spring training this year. That, that's for sure. But I, I think if, if the clubhouse reopens, um, access reopens, I, I think that, that we will start traveling again. Just, you know, it, it just gives you something different, gives you a chance to break more news, chance to get, chance to get the 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 almighty web clicks that that we so desperately need so i <laughs> uh I, i'm embracing for that maybe after the all-star break yeah my uh my five-year-old was being a, a gremlin pretty much all morning up to this point so <laughs> traction more so i could make this call but uh uh yeah and the second part of this question is you know we asked you last time i believe about how your golf game was and, and uh. whatnot uh, I, I'm an avid bowler. So, uh, Jeff, how, how's your bowling game? I tell you, um, my daughter loves to bowl. Um, she's only, she's only six. So we still use the little ramp, but, um, every time we like, you know, 
on a, on a Saturday say, Hey, what do you want to do fun today? She always says bowling. All right. um, so the last time we bowled, I think I, I think I got one game in the one sixties. Um, so I, I was pretty happy with that. I can't curve, you know, shape the ball or I can't read the oil in the lanes or anything like that. I just try to throw it straight and see what happens, but we have a good time. I, I don't have my own ball. My mom used to bowl in her, uh, school district's, uh, bowling league and she got pretty good she 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 would she was averaging uh uh i think in the 170s at one point so but um no we like it we just like like with like with golf we just don't always seem to have the time to do it yeah i uh i went a little too far with my bowling i've got five bowling balls oh my gosh (laughs) yeah yeah uh, uh, about two too many but yeah my highs my high is 268 What, what what do you got my high, yeah. uh, I don't know that I've ever gotten over 200. Uh, I, I think in high, in high school and in, in college, uh, me and my buddies would go, would go fairly frequently. I, I, I don't think I ever got over 200 though. Yeah. I've gotten over 200, but that was in wee bowling. So I don't think it counts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need to put up, I need to put up the rails. Yeah, there you go. Then I'd be perfect <laughs> if I put up the rails. All right. Well, Jeff, thank you for your time today. Yeah. I'm glad to do it guys. Anytime. All right, appreciate you. Enjoy the game tonight, and uh, hopefully it goes a little better than last night's game. I hope so. Talk to you guys later. All right, thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.